On this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, Nintendo and Microsoft are teaming up. Beware of fake Nintendo Switch docs. Life as the Reginator. And we've got a sale. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Chris G. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. This console generation has been all about Sony. Like, Sony has really kind of mopped the floor with Xbox. I think part of it came from Xbox launching way, way too confident. I mean, they came off the heels of the Xbox 360. The Xbox 360 was just a a phenomenon, uh, a force to be reckoned with. And then they brought out the Xbox One, and they kind of shoehorned in all of this stuff that nobody really wanted. And when people asked, um, when people asked, are we going to be able to buy a version of the Xbox One that doesn't have all this other stuff that we don't want, then Microsoft foolishly said, well, that's what the Xbox 360 is for. And, you know, a lot of us didn't didn't really like that. And because of that, a lot of people ended up going with the PlayStation 4 instead, myself included, although I waited until much, much longer in order to do that. So, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Uh, Microsoft was kind of, uh, at the beginning, they just kind of got left behind for a really long time, time it seemed like. And they're slowly trying to catch up, but they, they I think it's too late for them. Uh, Sony has clearly come out on top this console generation. And because of that, they are being really, really... Um, I don't know, power hungry, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. I don't like how they're they're behaving, but this is a Nintendo show. Why am I talking about why am I talking about that? Well, here's the here's the thing that we have to keep in mind. Uh Nintendo does not exist in a bubble as much as Nintendo seems to think that they do. So in order for us to look at what's going on with Nintendo, we have to look at the other things. But I assure you, I'm coming to the point here. Um, there have there have been rumors flying around for a bit now. Rumors that Microsoft and Nintendo have been in talks. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. They're they're in the same city for crying out loud. They're practically across the street from each other, and Microsoft and Nintendo have been talking for quite a long time. It seems like, and it seems like they are they've decided to team up against Sony. And this this kind of brings us back to what happened during the PS3 and Xbox 360 era. Uh, back then, uh, Microsoft came out with the campaign, uh, "Why don't you get a Wii 360?" Uh, or I don't know if it's really a campaign. It was just something that one of the higher ups at Microsoft had said, uh, "Look." You want to stay away from Sony, uh, get a Wii, get a 360, and you'll pretty much be covered with all of the games. And uh, it seems like Microsoft is kind of doing that again. Um, I talked about this a few episodes ago. I don't remember exactly uh, when, but 
Microsoft had announced this XDK, which was going to allow them to work with things like uh, Android and iOS and also the Nintendo Switch. And I speculated that possibly that means that, you know, could Xbox Live be coming to the Nintendo Switch, which would make a lot of sense because Nintendo's bad at services like that. And Microsoft is really, really great at services like that. If we fast forward a little longer, uh, we get to uh, February 13th. And on February 13th, uh, Microsoft, or not Microsoft, Nintendo announced that, uh, what's the name of the game? Hellblade, uh, Senua's Sacrifice, uh, was coming to the Nintendo Switch, which was a pretty big uh, surprise to I think myself including a lot of other people a lot of people were surprised about that and uh, I I found it pretty surprising anyway so now the rumors are starting to go bananas because uh, of course I have to point out that all rumors should be taken with a grain of salt that's a very important thing to say But this rumor is really exciting to me. And the reason that this rumor is really, really exciting to me is because I am a huge fan of these two games. Uh, The first one is Ori and the Blind Forest. Now, if you've never played Ori and the Blind Forest, it is this really cool uh, Metroidvania-style game where you are this weird fox-looking thing, and it's a 2D platformer. And you you can jump and they stop time and then uh, point a direction and then shoot off in that direction. It's really, really fun. And Ori in the Blind Forest is rumored that it's going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And the reason why that's such a big deal is because that game is actually a Microsoft exclusive. It's only available on PC and Xbox One. Another game that is only available on PC and Xbox One would be Cuphead. Cuphead is, oh my god, what an amazing game. This is one of my favorite games the year that it came out. I can't remember what year it came out, but it's one of my favorite games from that year. And I think it was 2015, maybe 2016. Um, It's got a gorgeous art style that, that reminds me of... Uh, 1920s-ish Mickey Mouse cartoons. Um, those old kinds that I I didn't grow up with them. Uh, keep in mind, I'm not that quite that old. But, um, like, I grew up watching them in rerun, that kind of thing. Uh, like on the Disney Channel and stuff like that. And they, they just had a, such an, a cool art style to them that, that kind of fell away and fell out of favor. And Cuphead kind of brought that back and made it like really, really cool again. And I expected to see more cartoons like that, but I haven't. Um, but basically, Cuphead is this cool side-scrolling game where it looks like an old 1920s cartoon. The music is awesome. Uh, everything about that is aesthetically just amazing. It's also incredibly hard that is a really really difficult game really fun though and i highly recommend it and there's a rumor that that as well another microsoft xbox one or pc exclusive is coming to the nintendo switch now i own both of those games on pc but i really don't play pc games anymore and i gotta say that if these games come to the switch 
I might have to go ahead and buy him again. Damn it. Although I did, I mean, I didn't buy, I didn't buy Cuphead. Cuphead was given to me by a listener uh, who, you know, I still owe them a high five. Uh, but that's such a great game. I had so much fun with it. I highly recommend that you check out both of those games. If you have access, if it comes to the Switch, then play it on the Switch because being able to take these with you is going to be awesome. But if it does not come to the Switch, if all of these rumors that I'm talking about fall apart, then uh, those are two games that you should find a way to play uh, because they're just so good. Okay, more rumors are happening here, though. That's not that's not where it ends because now we're 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 getting these um, more rumors that it's possible that Microsoft will bring Halo, uh, Gears of War, and Forza to Nintendo Switch. Now Forza, um, maybe like one of the older versions. I I mean, racing games are often used to show off the ability that a game console has to like push pixels you know what i'm talking about and like those racing games are generally super super pretty okay so the idea of forza coming to the switch i find that to be a little rocky i'm not quite sure about that but but an old halo game or, or maybe like a Halo trilogy or a Halo series where you box them all up and sell them as one thing. Uh, same thing with Gears of War. Uh, that would be really cool, especially because I played a little bit of the very first Halo because my roommate had an Xbox, like the original OG Xbox with the Duke controller that you needed a forklift to pick up. And, you know, the, the thing was just massive. Um like he had one of those, uh, and, and we played a little bit of split screen, um, uh, Halo, just just trying it out, but I never really got into it, and I didn't have it on the Xbox 360. I really don't know why. I think I was still prejudiced against the idea of playing a shooter with a controller. Uh, like this, like uh, with a controller instead of a mouse and keyboard. That's not something that I ever wanted to do. I was a mouse keyboard guy, and um, now now my my tune has changed. Like this morning, I was playing a little bit of Apex Legends uh, after my workout, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'll try it on the PC." And I sat down, WASD, hand on the mouse, and I'm trying to oh my god it was a disaster i like i couldn't run or and 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 crouch and stuff i just couldn't do it it was outside of my control i've been playing games on console for far too long and then before that i used a logitech g13 when playing pc games so wasd is something i've not done in like a a billion years it feels like so i mean God, it has to have been at least five years since I've done WASD in a game. So, that's beside the point. Halo, Gears of War, Forza, rumors coming to Nintendo Switch. There's also rumors. I mean, this is a lot of rumors, guys. There's also rumors that Xbox Game Pass will be coming to Nintendo Switch. And if you don't know what that is, that is a way for you to basically stream games uh, to whatever system that you're playing on in order to have access to games that you normally wouldn't have access to. So if you've got like this crappy PC, you can use Xbox Game, Xbox Game Pass. It's a subscription service. And not only that, but 
like Xbox has been really really nailing the subscription service with Game Pass because they've been launching a lot of their first party games on that. Uh, so it, it, it's it's really fantastic what what Microsoft may be doing here. However, there's no there's no T in Forza says Lawworthy. Forza, sorry. I, I I don't know how to say things. I don't play that game. I don't like racing games like that. I like Mario Kart. I like ridiculous racing games. <laughs> um so these games coming to the Nintendo Switch along with Xbox Game Pass uh, would be amazing. Now, there are there are people out there who would who would instantly ask, and and obviously Gary Gizmo in chat here says, "Do you think this will be a one way street, or will Nintendo also let some of their games be played on Xbox?" All right, here's the deal. It makes perfect sense for Microsoft to do this. Because Microsoft sells the Xbox One and Xbox One S and Xbox One X and Xbox One XL XO XO XO, uh, it sells that 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 machine at a loss. Every single time they sell one of those machines, they lose money, and that's okay. Because where do they make their money? They make their money on the services. They make their money on selling their their first party games. They make their money kind of getting people in the ecosystem. Having an account with Xbox helps Microsoft. Okay? When Nintendo sells a Nintendo Switch, they make a little bit of money. They, they, the only time that Nintendo has ever sold a system at a loss has been during the Wii U era. And I think we all know that Nintendo has learned from their mistake, although that's not the reason that, you know, that thing over my shoulder right there, that's not the reason that uh, the the price, uh, not the price, the uh, selling at a, not selling at a loss is not what caused the Wii U to fail. It was horrible marketing and um, just poor third-party support. So... Nintendo makes their money on selling hardware and on selling software. And Nintendo is incredibly protective of their intellectual property. They always have been, and I, I, I'm 99% sure that they always will be. As long as Nintendo makes uh, hardware, you are not going to see their, their software on other platforms other than platforms like your, your phone. Okay. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, does it make sense for Microsoft to partner with Nintendo here? Absolutely. This makes sense for Microsoft to put their stuff on Nintendo because that is, it opens up a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of potential customers to. Uh, Microsoft, a, b- a bunch of people who don't have an Xbox, and there's a lot of people who don't have an Xbox. There's a bunch of people out there with no Xbox and no reason to give Microsoft money. And I think that those people have already just already decided, I'm not going to buy an Xbox. If they were going to buy an Xbox, they probably would have bought one by now. So those are people that Microsoft cannot possibly monetize unless they partner with Nintendo and kind of find a way to those to those uh wallets and pockets and uh, purses and bank accounts like that's pretty brilliant because again if they sell if microsoft sells them 
a an Xbox, Microsoft loses money. But if Microsoft just gets them to subscribe to their stuff and sells a couple of games, they're making money. So this kind of deal makes so much sense for Microsoft. It really does. Why would Nintendo do this? Well, Nintendo would do this because A, their subscription, uh, their, their services don't really compete with Xbox. They just don't. There's no competition there. Uh, Nintendo is giving you access to online and selling you old stuff. And uh, every once in a while, hopefully, they continue to do this, throwing in a game like Tetris 99. With Microsoft, they have this voice chat and communication features and a, subs a subscription service that allows you to have day one games from Microsoft first-party stuff or, or Microsoft published stuff, if that makes sense. So while this makes all the sense in the world for Microsoft, it also makes sense to Nintendo because that's a bunch of new games that are now available to their customers. And if 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 you had sitting in front of you an Xbox One and a Nintendo Switch, and they both had access to mostly the same games, but on the Switch you had a bunch of, of uh, first-party stuff, and you could take it with you for the low, low price of having slightly reduced graphics, is that a choice at all? I mean, you go the you would go with the Switch. At least I would. Of course, I'm biased. I, I'm uh, I do Nintendo Switchcraft. So anyway, uh, I think that this is a very interesting rumor, but it is of course just a rumor, and that's one thing that we um, that that we have to keep in mind that this is not set in stone. This is not something that's definitely going to happen. It's just a rumor, and I look forward to the future when we can play whatever game we want on whatever system we want. But uh, until that happens, you know, we'll just have to continue to wait. Hello, Luke. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, listen! So, Valkyria Chronicles is on sale on the European eShop, and I want to talk about this game for just a couple of minutes. It's really, really good. If you've not played Valkyria Chronicles before then you are missing out. Valkyria Chronicles, this is really cool watercolor style. Uh, it looks like a watercolor painting when you're playing it. And it is this turn-based strategy game that is really, really fun. It's um, you, you go and you recruit soldiers, and then you take those soldiers 
and they all have like these different personalities and then you take them into battle and different soldiers have different strengths and weaknesses and there's kind of like a rock paper scissors thing going on and if uh if you've been enjoying war groove and it's been scratching that strategy itch uh i i can highly recommend that you pick up valkyria chronicles for the nintendo switch now this is an older game but it still looks gorgeous because the art style that they used um valkyria chronicles has like i said this watercolor look to it and it still looks good today now this is a game that uh i highly recommend but it's on sale 50 percent off only in europe now normally that would be a problem but it's not a problem because the nintendo switch is the first home console that nintendo has ever shipped that has been region free so that means you can buy from the from the japanese eShop, you can buy from the european european eShop, you can buy from the american eShop, you can buy from any eShop you want all you have to do is make a new account and if you just go out there and google how to make a, a european eShop account like it's free it doesn't cost anything all you need is another email address uh, you can then buy this from the European eShop no matter what region you're in. And I'm 99% sure that this game has all of the languages in it. And guess what? If you're buying it from a European eShop, English is going to be there because they speak English in England. What do you know? So I would highly recommend that you pick up this game. It's incredibly good, uh, very, very fun, and being able to take it with you it just means you're going to have so much fun. So if you haven't picked up Valkyria Chronicles yet, it's 50% off right now. I think that's like $10. Um, you can convert to whatever currency uh, that you want, but I recommend it big time. Let's go racing. It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness. Only on Super NES. Turn the track into a giant mud pit. Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt. Mix it up for the big boys. I have two two lightning round stories that i want to get to real quick uh the first one is this really interesting new york times article about reggie fils if you haven't listened to the last episode you probably missed that reggie uh, fils the president of nintendo of america uh, is retiring in april and there's this pretty short account that uh, our article that is writ- written by him and I'm guessing probably uh, Bobby Dempsey, who's probably like the person who actually wrote it. And and he he told him like what to write. And then they put it into prose because he's a business guy, not a writer. Uh, so it's called Life as the Reginator. Make sure you check out the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com and you can uh, read that. It's pretty cool. And then finally, I want to take a second. Uh, there's this. Uh, this is over at lootpots.com. This is a pretty important warning. There are fake Nintendo Switch docks that look just like the real thing. And you've got to be really careful out there because the wrong kind of dock could brick your Switch. So you got to be careful with that. Um, if you like, they, they went into pretty good detail. They even opened them up, and you could see that the the circuit boards look different. Uh, so, I would I would be very very careful if you are buying a Nintendo Switch dock. Make sure that it is coming from like let's say you go on Amazon and you buy a Nintendo Switch dock. Make sure that you're buying it from Amazon, not from a third party seller, because a third party seller could be doing counterfeit stuff. This happens all the time with. Um, 
uh, SD cards and that kind of stuff. So be really careful with what you buy. Uh, it's like just looking at the picture here, it's really tough to tell if it's real, like which one's the real one and which one's not. Uh, so be careful. All right, that's it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Become a part of the community. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can even watch the live show over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Uh, if you are looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And don't forget about my other podcast, also called Run Jump Stomp. It's a show where you get to call in and you share your thoughts on gaming. You can find it over at anchor.fm slash runjumpstomp or just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows for all that stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out the music for today's show. It's from Note Block at the beginning and Tom Winter at the end. You guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me today while I record the show. I know it was a short one and uh, did I get under 20 minutes? I didn't get under 20 minutes. That was my goal. Anyway, I got to get out of here. We're going to go see How to Train Your Dragon 3 and maybe I'll post something about it on the uh, website when I get home. Runjumpstomp.com. Make sure you see it. I'm out of here. You guys stay awesome. Bye-bye. <laughs>